Welcome, everybody, to a special Saturday night edition of uh, 33 and a Third Percent Podcast. I am Shano Makazowski. Alongside me is Tony Big Evil Sirachi and Corey Smug, SOB Black. We are without our, our confidant, our friend, our partner, uh, Mike Lucky Strike Tobin. He's unable to be with us tonight, um, but the three of us um, will be talking about some AEW Double or Nothing tomorrow night, uh, live from Daly's Place in Jacksonville. It will be the first time since last year, last March, beginning of March, they will be full capacity, full crowd. And um, going by what happened last night on Dynamite, uh, that crowd was hot, and um, it was a, it was a decent two hour show. Um, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about double or nothing. Um, how do you guys feel about finally hearing a live crowd on pay per view sold out from Daly's place uh, with this pay per view? I'm I mean I'm definitely excited to hear it tomorrow night. Uh, I just wish it referred to another promotion. That's all. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. You can really tell that the crowd is excited to be there, especially whenever Jericho comes out and they just sing oh my along goodness. with yeah, they the, sing along. With, yeah. They sing along with La Champion. La Champion. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean I, I like I like I said before, I said a couple shows ago, I, I get chills every time the crowd sings Judas. Um, and I like now that there's there was a uh, I guess eighty percent crowd last night or sixty percent crowd, whatever it was, it was very loud. It was great. Um, but I just I, I have to I can't not laugh at the like AEW Dark Elevation uh, jobbers that are like singing the song like with their heart like yeah and it's just like you know we get it we all love Chris Chris Jericho but uh, tomorrow night might be it he might be going back on tour with Fozzie and um, but we'll get to that in a little bit um, the next story that I have is that uh, Tony Khan had an interview with Tony Schiavone yesterday uh, on their YouTube uh, talking about double or nothing and talking about the potential uh, story in the observer, uh, you know, uncle Dave um, came out with a story saying that new Japan pro wrestling and WWE uh, may have a, um, an agreement set or there's so, so, something in the works uh, about a contract between uh, organizations to where new Japan pro wrestling uh, superstars would go to uh, WWE first um, if the contract says so, um, and then to other organizations next. So right now, as we were just uh, talking about before we went on, uh, you know, Moxley is is IWGP champ. Um, he uh, we have you know other New Japan pro wrestlers that are in AEW that do that that do both. You know, obviously before the pandemic, they they flew back and forth. Um, but uh, there's some that just stayed in the U.S., so they didn't have to, you know, get either get stuck in Japan or vice versa. So um, then Tony Khan went on to say that there's only room for one con in wrestling because uh, the uh, one of the directors of, of talent um, is uh, Nick Khan in WWE, and I'm assuming they're not related. It would be awesome if they were. It'd be a lot better storyline if they were. They're like brothers. Um, <laughs> but, brother. Yeah, brother. you know, just, just to bring out more, more of the family. You have like the McMahon family in the 90s and early 2000s, and now you have the Khan family. In, we're, uh, le- two- we're at least former best friends, now bitter enemies. <laughs> right. Like they were just best friends. They were like, hey, their last names are the same. And they were like best buds, and they were just like throwing a hundreds at each other and their dads are just like, yeah, you know, you want a sweet 16 party with diamonds and stuff and you can throw shit. Yeah. Um, but they're not. So Tony Khan had these, these sunglasses on inside and um, just being typical Tony Khan. And uh, I just thought it was funny because he finally admitted that, you know, there's only room for one con in town, but he's like, that's me. And he started naming off all the wrestlers uh, that are in AEW and, so on and so forth. So I just, I, Tony, I know you didn't see it. Um, so after you're done with this, go out of your way to watch it. Um, but it's just kind of, kind of douchey Tony Khan. And it's, um, it, it was funny when I saw it earlier today. So Corey, I'll get your thoughts first about, about, uh, well, um, what was going on with that video? I think the, I think it's funny that you singled out as douchey Tony Khan. Is there a different Tony? <laughs> like, is, is there a non douchey Tony Khan? From, from, from what I heard, 
and this is from Jericho. It's from Shivani, and it's from Jr. This is from Jr. This is, these are people that we know and love. Uh, that they say Tony Khan is a fan like all of us, but he's also a businessman. And I understand he may have his father's his checkbook, and he can just do whatever he wants. But at the end of the day, he is a fan. He knows the history of wrestling. He's like one of us, and he knows what happened back in the day with WCW, WWE, WWF, and. Um, He's a good person to work for. The 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 back, uh, the boys in the back and the girls in the back. They they are having the time of their lives. They're saying in AEW and and Tony Khan's a great person to work for. So that's what I'm hearing just from them. I'm just like, all right, well, I'm just going to take their word for it because we don't know him. But the way he, the way I don't know if it's a character or if he's trying to portray a character. But it's just, yeah. I mean, I understand what you're saying, Corey. Yeah, there's. It's just I'm like just... right now, it's just one douchey, douchey Tony Khan. <laughs> I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking from personal experience. Sometimes the people who are the most fun to work for are not necessarily the best bosses from a business sense. Right. But uh, uh, I mean, he's definitely uh, he's definitely brought some interesting talent in. I was actually super uh, pumped when uh, he did he did have the the Rapongi Vice uh, reunion. Uh, that was always a cool tag team uh, that I enjoyed in Ring of Honor. Most of the time, I saw them in Ring of Honor. So yes, that's yes, where I know them from. Um, but. Uh, no, I mean, I understand what he's saying. I mean, he he has done a good job of including uh, talent from other promotions, and he does have working relationships with other promotions, uh, like Impact Wrestling, etc. But uh, uh, when it's it all comes time. down to it, there's only room for one other con. There's only room for one con man in the pro wrestling <laughs> business, and that's Rob Conway. <laughs> Just look at me. I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't until the last second. <laughs> I pulled it out of it. I pulled it out of the nosedive right at the last second. So, uh, so Tony, I know you haven't seen it yet, but just just thoughts about, um, I guess, a synopsis of of what it was and how you feel about it, just from the outsider looking in, not by not seeing it yet. I think with everything going on in the world, he's just a little bit more excited for everything to go back <laughs> to normal, and he right. just said something that just didn't sit well with people. No, and the thing is, like, I, I would love to know what WWE feels about it, or you know what, if they even know about it. <laughs> or if they even care. <laughs> right, right. It's just kind of like, oh, whatever, you know, he's trying to poke fun. And, you know, I just, I love Tony Schiavone's face in the video. He's, you know, his eyebrows just raised. He's like, oh, okay. And it's just like, we're going to go there. And um, I don't know. I just thought it was really off the cuff. And uh, I thought it was, I thought it was, was pretty ballsy of, of Tony Khan. So, Nothing will probably come of it, but um, I think it's kind of cool when, when a uh, maybe a typical smaller organization calls out the big boys and, and sees what they do, and probably nothing. But as a fan, I get the I, I have a little mark in me as always, and I'm like, oh man, that's pretty cool. But can you really con- can you really consider AEW a little promotion now? Not little, but but at the same time, I mean, they're not they're not as big as WWE. No, but they are part, like, before it was, like, you know, WWE, New Japan, and then, like, Ring of Honor. Now nobody even talks about Ring of Honor anymore. It's all about AEW more than them. Right. I mean, unfortunately, whenever the Young Bucks, you know, Young Bucks, Cody, um, Omega. You know, Omega, yeah, when, they, when, when basically the Elite left and they started their own promotion, and now it's AEW, I... I figured that Ring of Honor were just gonna was going to suffer, and that's pretty much what's happening. Yeah, I don't really hear a lot about Ring of Honor anymore either, um, for the most part. And I used to watch them every week on one yeah, of the same local here. channels here. Yeah, and now and now I don't even get it on the local channel. They took it off, so Boo. I have to just right. So I have to get it from like the Ring of Honor app and so on and so forth. So. So uh, now we're going to get into the matches for Double or Nothing uh, tomorrow night. Like I said, from Daly's Place in Jacksonville, forty nine ninety nine on pay per view. If you if you would like it, um, me I, I I don't know what's happening yet. I I need to I need to check uh, check with certain things and see if I can get it. But more than likely, I'm probably not going to get it, and that probably ruins my credibility. But oh it's well, it's less it's less money if you try to watch it through nefarious means. <laughs> we will we repeat do, those just in case. We we, we do not <laughs> support that. Listening. We do not yeah. support that. Disclaimer. We don't support that. Yeah, we don't. We don't support the stealing of pay per views. Corey, um, Corey Black is on his own right now. The, Please the send re- him hate mail that way. The repo man is coming from my cable box. Absolutely. <laughs> and speaking speaking of Tony, uh, thanks for reminding me. We are at thirty three and a third pod on Twitter, and our Instagram is 
is 33 and a third podcast. Tobin's our, our social media connoisseur. Um, so he, like I said, he's not with us right now, but he was the, uh, the uh, advertiser last week on our, on our show. Um, so that is how you can get in touch with us. So thank you to all the people who have followed so far. Um, I know a lot of them work with Tobin. So I really appreciate you guys listening in. And um, so far total, we have 26 total plays for both of our shows. So um, I know that sounds very, very small, but uh, I'm still not overwhelmed, but I'm, I'm honored and, and thankful and, and grateful that, you know, 26 people or people, somebody has listened to it 26 times. It's, it's really cool to see. <laughs> Be honest, Shane, how many times have you listened to it? I've only listened to it one time. It's, it's usually, it's usually when I, twice, I guess, but it's once when I edit. And then the other time is when I, I listen to it um, like bits and pieces. So last week I wanted to see, uh, wanted to see uh, how I edited. You know, that's why I constantly texted you guys last week. How did it sound? How did it sound? Cause I didn't really listen to it, but, uh, but still we are four people, obviously three people right now with Tobin, it's four. And then there's 26 plays. I mean, I'm not listening to it 26 times. So there's somebody, <laughs> out, there's somebody out there that's listening to it. So the point of the whole thing is we appreciate it. I just like the sound of my own voice. That's why I've listened to it 25 times. <laughs> Right, you're right. I can I can definitely tell that you like listen to your own voice. Text say otherwise, Corey. <laughs> All right, so we get we get to the first match of uh, of the night on Wikipedia. This is this is card subject to change, out of order, so on and so forth. Uh, we're gonna go with the Young Bucks, Nick and Matt Jackson, the champions with the Elite, of course. You got Brandon Cutler with that stupid face mask on, and he's rolling the camera. And you got Nakazawa outside the ring, uh, doing something weird. As always, um, either putting on that little headdress like he did um, two weeks ago on on on, on Impact on AEW Dynamite, um, with uh, also maybe Kenny Omega will be out there, maybe he won't. Uh, versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, I guess the uh, what what would you guys name this tag team, Moxley and Eddie Kingston? Are we going to call them the Wild Things because they come out with that song? <laughs> I guess I guess that's the safest bet. I mean, I guess you could you could call them the wild things. It's the only thing I can think of. So, I finally I, I finally heard it last or the last night, and um, it's not the version that Tobin was thinking with Sam Kinison, and it's not the version from I think it's the Trogs back in the '60s. I don't know what version it was, Tony. So how do I feel about it? F. I don't like it. Some like random person singing it. I don't know who it is. Did they even see, buy the right song? Come on, Tony. Tony, it's Tony. It's Tony Khan singing it. Seeing as how they're giving up the names, we could call them the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> right. Vaughn, throw them the heater. Um, so, yeah, Young Bucks versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. So I'll start with myself. Um, I want to say that Moxley needs to go back to the singles uh, singles uh, type of, of wrestling. Um, I, I, I like him with Eddie Kingston. Um, I like their... Uh, just their vibe and together and their uh, their chemistry, but I think they're going to lose this match. Um, the Young Bucks are going to win, no surprise here. Um, obviously, it'll be it'll be closer, as Lee Corso says, closer than the Etzbergs think. But um, at the same time, um, Moxley and Eddie Kingston will give them all that they have, but they will come up short, um, probably by a you know probably by a, a chicken shit heel finish uh, from the Young Bucks, and they'll they'll get the win. Um, so, Tony, what do you think? Well, I'm torn between this because, quite frankly, if Moxley and Kingston lose, it could be for the sheer fact that Moxley soon is going to become a daddy, so he might be taking some time off. Right. Um, the other part, the Bucks are like, you know, the one of the faces of the company. You put the titles on them, people watch it, but also you put the titles on them, people are sick of seeing them on the top. <laughs> I do I do like the chemistry between Kingston and uh, Moxley. I hope they win. That's my pick for the match. Corey? Uh, to be perfectly honest, I mean, as, as much as I, I give the Young Bucks a little bit of crap, I honestly uh, see them winning this match. I think probably it, the better option is for them to win the match. Like you said, uh, I am enjoying Eddie Kingston and, and Moxley working together, but uh, I do think that they need to go back to more of a singles type thing. Um, 
this kind of goes back to the Blood and Guts match where they wrestled uh, Kenny Omega and Nakazawa in the tag team match to open up the show. Um, when Kingston and, and Moxley are, are working together, just a lot of their offense just seems like it's very nonchalant. I, I don't want to say necessarily lazy, but just it doesn't have it doesn't have much of an impact for me in, in the way of you know tag team maneuvers and stuff like that. It's just very like you know, oh hey, it's like we're going through the motions and stuff like that. So. Uh, as much as I do like the two guys, I enjoy their chemistry together. Uh, like as far as like a, a verbal thing, uh, I just think as a tag team, they they don't necessarily have it um, is is nailed down as well as a team like the Young Bucks who worked for years and years together have. So I hope the Young Bucks win. I think the Young Bucks should win. That's my opinion. Perfect. Yeah, I Moxley and Kingston, the, the, their promos are are. are one of the best and I, I, I like them, but just, just John Moxley's uh, I guess his, not his tone, but just his uh, mannerisms are, are a bit weird. I, I know that's his character, uh, but I think it's a weird character overall. Uh, plus, so plus Eddie should win his first tag team title with his brother, Kofi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even, even though, even though I do want Moxley and Kingston to win, like they are great as a tag team but they're even better as singles like we don't know what kingston can actually do on his own whenever given the complete opportunity he only had that what one title shot against moxley right yeah and i think uh, kingston i mean you can definitely tell like he's not a typical like you know brian brian cage type you know like the typical big dude like tobin loves those big dudes like eddie kingston's just like a guy from from brooklyn he's you know he's gonna tell you to you straight and he's gonna kick your ass like he's gonna kick your ass in, a, in an alleyway somewhere that, that's the way kingston is and, and i've talk never trash seen, to you absolutely and i and i i saw him a little bit in impact and then when he came here i really liked his his promo overall his promo style and um when he was with dark order correct he or no he was with butcher and the blade right and yeah. uh and phoenix and right the, right. Other, the other guy <laughs> right, so the Lucha was, Bros. Uh, yeah, they so he was, name, damn it. So he was he was with those um those guys. He was he was one of the best heels. So now he's I guess uh, you know air quotes like a, their their faces. I like Eddie Kingston as a heel. He should always be a heel. He, he seems more comfortable as a heel. Um, but uh, he's kind of a tweener. Uh, I feel so. Yeah. Uh, so you know, Young Bucks for me, Young Bucks for Corey, and then uh, Moxley and Kingston for Tony. Um, so Young Bucks next, for all. Young Bucks for all. Tony didn't go Young Bucks, did he? No, he shouldn't. No. Have. <laughs> don't you don't you tell me what to do, you smug sob. <laughs> Just playing my character. Um, so Sting, <laughs> so Sting and Darby Allen in the next match. Sting and Darby Allen versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Darby Allen got beat by Corey's boy Miro, and uh, he has the TNT Championship. So Darby uh, gets. Um, it's Sting as a tag team partner, which isn't really a step down in my in my mind, uh, versus guys that are on the up and up. Um, Scorpio Sky and all ego Ethan Page. Uh, they also have good promo skills. I've saw, seen in the past couple weeks just just you know calling out Sting, Darby Allen, and just beating the hell out of both these guys. Uh, and uh, Sting um, and Darby Allen beating the hell out of out of Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. The way I see this match going is I think that Sting and Darby Allen are going to win. Uh, the reason why is because this is Sting's first in-ring match in six years uh, since he had that match with uh, Seth Rollins um, at Night of Champions, if I'm not mistaken, um, where they, he did the buckle bomb and um, just kind of screwed him up from there, and he hasn't wrestled again since in the ring. So um, I feel that Sting and Darby Allen are going to win mainly because Tony Khan is a mark in a good way and he loves old school wrestling and he loves sting probably when he was a, he was a kid and he goes, I'm not going to have sting lose this match unless sting seems to be that, that typical wrestler that says, Hey, I'll do the job for Scorpio sky and Ethan page who I think should win um, and move their characters forward. Um, but I think sting and Darby Allen win at the end of the day, Tony, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go with sting and Darby Allen for the sheer fact that like, do you really think Sting's gonna lose? <laughs> That's how what I'm saying. Yeah. How, many, how many more? How many more matches could he possibly have? I know, right? It's not. It's not to say like you know he's too old to do it, but like sooner or later, like like everybody, there's an expiration date in wrestling, and the run that he had in WWE where he lost 
both of his matches. Um, do you really think they're going to have him lose in his first in-ring match back in six years? That's that, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, I I, yeah. I, I, I like that you agree with me because I that's the first thing I thought. I'm like, they're not going to have him lose. I don't think he'll ever lose in AEW. Like but I said, I'm pro- de- but I'm probably going to be wrong about that. Depend. It depends on if Sting will do the job. I think he. I think he will. I think he's obviously capable. He's done it in the past, and even in WCW, he was always that that typical worker, just like Undertaker. You know. You know. I'll I'll do the job for the. You know. But you gotta let me know why we're doing it and what the you know what the storyline is. You know, yeah, but my but my final pick, Sting and Darby Allen. Even though I'm not a huge fan of Darby Allen. Oh. Corey. Well, I mean, he is a man called Sting. Uh, Here um, comes Steve Borden. No, I agree. Uh, I see. uh, I see Darby Allen and and his grandpa Sting walking away with the W here. Um, I have to disagree with Shane a little bit. I'm not super like I really like all ego Ethan Page, and I I like his promos and stuff like that. I feel that Scorpio Sky isn't quite on his level when it comes to promos. Um, he did the one on the blood and guts where he was talking about, uh, he called Sting like a, 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 he, he did the riddle me this, riddle me that promo. And it just, it didn't grab me that much. But, uh, I mean, I, I enjoy both these guys. I think that they work well together. Um, I feel, I honestly, I feel that they should probably win, but, uh, I mean, unless they do something crazy, like put Darby Allen in a body bag and then run him over the steamroller. Uh, I don't think, uh, I don't, I don't think hey, they're going to end up when it could happen. Hey, hey man, anything's possible in AEW. They're all Darby, elite. Darby, Darby Allen. Allen. He's like, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds, sounds fine. It'll look pretty cool on camera. If every well, you episode, might die. If, if every episode of Jackass was a wrestler, that'd be Darby Allen. Yeah, man, he's, he's fearless. I mean, it's crazy though. Like, even even when they do like just brief stuff in the background, he always like he's climbing like fire escapes and like you know doing the coffin drop off them. It's just he's gonna hurt himself one day. But uh, I mean, good for him. I mean, he's doing what he wants to do. But uh, yeah, I see Sting and and Derby Allen walking away with the victory here because I also agree with you guys. I mean, it's kind of a big moment for Sting. I don't think they cut the legs out from under him by having him losing his first live match back. So I think they win. Don't forget about uh, Darby Allen getting thrown down a flight of stairs. Score press guy, Ethan Page. <laughs> like, uh, you know, that's that's normal everyday things. Like, he he legit went down the stairs. Did he get so, the, like, he, did he get thrown down like Zach Allen did? Uh, no, because he had two legs. He had both his legs ooh, on. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's a different story for a different episode. All right, so uh, next match we have. Here it is. Stadium Stampede 2. What we all been waiting for. The Pinnacle, MJF, Wardlow, Sean Spears, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood with Telly Blanchard versus the Inner Circle, which is Jericho, Jake Hagar, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz. The way I see this going is I feel that the Pinnacle is going to get the win. The reason why, simply, the Inner Circle needs to break apart. They need to go their separate ways. All singles, guys. I see good things for everybody. Santana Ortiz automatically getting put with the Young Bucks eventually within the next couple couple months, if not sooner. Sammy Guevara, the sex god. He'll be put into that TNT uh, title mix easily. Uh, Jake Hagar will probably face uh, Powerhouse Hobbs on Dark. Um, and then we have Chris Jericho, who is a lead singer of Fozzie. Things are opening back up in the world. Um other than just Japan right now. And um, he wants to go back on tour. And I know in October they have their, uh, their cruise. Um, Jericho has his cruise rock and rager. So um, we've been talking about it for a while and we've actually heard Chris Jericho say that he didn't think he was going to be here this long pre pandemic. Cause he was going to go on tour with Fozzie. Uh, so now that everything's opening back up, I see them losing. And I also saw that, that uh, the package um, last night, on uh, AEW Dynamite, the special. You saw Friday Lex Luger Dynamite. on AEW Dynamite? <laughs> yes, I did in the Lex Express. Oh, wait, he doesn't even ride in the Lex Express. That son of a bitch. What's the point of having the Lex Express? It's a waste, it's a waste of gas. Everything's a lie. It's a moving right. billboard, damn it. It is a moving billboard, but if he's not in it, then what's the point? So I think, uh, like I said, I think the pinnacle. <laughs> the point the was win. going in his arm. 
Um, now look at him. Uh, so the inner circle, I think, loses. Uh, Jericho goes his separate ways. Uh, Jake Hager and uh, Sammy and Santana Ortiz go their separate ways. And like I said, I saw the video package last night. To me, it just kind of spells disaster. Uh, at sacrifice for, for inner circle at sacrifice. <laughs> I was getting to it quite fun. Uh, so that so so that's that's my pick. Tony, what do you got? Um. I agree with you, but I can also see the uh, the opposite. I can see the inner circle winning and them doing an angle like on Dynamite where Jericho gets, quote-unquote, injured and taken out. Yeah. Because the pinnacle, they won blood and guts. Um, so why would they have them win the stadium stampede match? Because um, AEW is creative. Woo! I'm, a, I'm aware <laughs> of that, but I would I – would, <laughs> I, I would like to see like Sean Spears get like a nice big old push because he really didn't have that big push in WWE or NXT. Cash and Dax, they were already tag team champions, so there's that. So Sammy Guevara, yeah, I see him as a good TNT champion if they ever did that to him. But at the end of the day, I really see um, the inner circle winning. Corey? Uh, to be, uh, I mean, I'm kind of on the fence a little bit. I can see, I can see both your arguments, um, going into this. I totally believe that the pinnacle, uh, was going to win, um, because I do kind of agree with Shane. I think Jericho is going to take some time off, but there are other ways to, to write him out totally. Um, and they said that they said that they're going like, you know, like, uh, like super crazy with some of the new spots, you know, new spots they're going to do this year. Um, I mean, I after last year, I can't see exactly what they would do any different. Because, like I said, I think they use like every single piece of equipment and whatever they can. I mean, Hangman Page is riding a horse through the freaking thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I see. I see the Pinnacle coming away with the win. Um, I see, you know, possibly just Jericho maybe having the inner circle turn on him and just you know beat the crap out of him until he he's injured or taken out or whatever. But. Uh, um, I see the pinnacle winning. Um, I'm hoping for a really good showing from Guevara though. Cause, uh, his, uh, performance at blood and guts was, was kind of one of the highlights of the match just from start to finish. Uh, he had a really good night, uh, apart, apart from that, uh, apart from that one attempt at a Spanish fly where he flopped. But, uh, yeah. uh, other than that, I mean, he's, he's had a really good showing throughout this whole feud, which is good for him. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I think, you know, that's all I have to say about that, really. Perfect. So, I mean, I, I think um, to quickly bring up one point is like Guevara, Santana, Ortiz, and even like Spears, Wheeler, and Dax, like they're, they announced that they are bringing the trios slash uh, six man tag titles. Um, so that can be something for these guys as well. Um, even like MJF, Wardlow, and Spears, and then Wheeler and Harwood can go, um, you know, FTW can go to, uh, not FTW. What's FTR? FTR can go to the uh, tag titles, tag title picture. So, with with that, I, I can see them doing that as well. And I, I'm assuming they're going to announce this during the pay per view tomorrow, but it's already been announced on Twitter that there will be six man tag titles in AEW. Which the is trio I, the trio titles better go to Jurassic Park or Jurassic Express. Damn it! At, I mean, at some point, you would think they would, but you never know. I mean, yeah, why don't yeah. they? Just, why doesn't Tony Khan just buy a Ring of Honor and just take those titles? <laughs> That I mean, is a he's, good liter- point. he's literally just copying all their titles. My question is, is they going to have rankings for this title? <laughs> Doesn't matter. They'll just have, they'll just have a, a battle, battle royale. It's a battle royale. Or, uh, no- it'll be a brass ring match again. Yep. It's just a big, big butt pad. It's it a big like. donut in the sky. Big donut in the sky or our sonic ring. <laughs> So next we got Hangman Adam Page, Tony's favorite boy. No, you missed Buckshot. one. Buckshot Larry. Oh, I did miss one, but we're going to go to this one first because I already said it. Hangman no Adam Page versus Brian Cage with Team Taz. Uh, my thoughts on it is simply that Hangman Page is going to get the win. Brian Cage has been on the ins and the outs with Team Taz. Um, I know Ricky Starks isn't there right now because of his injury, Um but just little little things here and there every week with Brian Cage uh, not listening to Taz, kind of doing what he wants. Um, 
Paige uh, calling out Cage uh, a couple weeks ago saying, you know, can't you do this by yourself, so on and so forth. Um, and uh, I think Paige gets to win. Um, and then I think Cage should be out of Team Taz within the next couple weeks. And if not, then they really don't have anything else for him, I guess. But, you know, all storyline plots all turn to Cage leaving Team Taz soon. Uh, Tony, what do you got? So is this, is Brian Cage still the uh, FTW champion? Yes, he is. Yes. Is this for the title? It's not for the title. That's why I don't. I I don't understand that either. I think it should oh, be. Okay. Yeah, I, I think the FTW title is just with Team Taz because that's what Taz's catchphrase was in ECW. <laughs> okay, so this match, Hangman Page and Brian Cage. Um, I don't care. Um, so <laughs> I, I hope it ends. What's your pick? <laughs> I hope it ends in a double disqualification. Wow. Or count out, but sadly, Page is going to win. Buckshot Lariat. I really, I really can care less about this match at all. This is this is basically going to be the match where I go and get either like a drink or a bathroom break. Wow, Corey. Yeah, you you could wow. do both at the same time. I could, I could, I could. I can probably uh, go down the road and get something too. I I'm actually kind of this is kind of one of the matches that I'm definitely looking forward to. I honestly could see it being you know being like a match of the night type caliber uh, match. Um, How dare uh, you? I think that uh, I think at the, I think at the end I think after a hard fought battle I think Brian Cage uh, gets the win, and then uh, I think he stays with Team Taz. And like I was talking to Shane the other night, or I think I may have posted it in the group chat, uh, Brian Cage goes on to face Christian Cage. For the right to use the last name Cage, <laughs> and you know what? That'd be typical AW fashion. Let's put it to you that way. Who's gonna use the words Cage? My God! And then you got so Corey, you're going with Brian Cage. All right, I'm just writing this down so I can call you guys out later in the week. So now I'm we're gonna go. Always right. Absolutely to the match to the match below it, which I missed. Miro versus. Corey's boy, the monster, the murder hawk monster, way too long of a name, uh, the murder hawk monster, uh, Lance Archer with Jake Roberts uh, for the AEW TNT Championship. As Corey said in our text earlier this week, Lance Archer will be fed to Miro. I feel that I'm looking forward to this match as well, just because of their, um, for me, I thought it was great buildup, um, especially just like the little quips from Miro talking to Jake Roberts saying, you know, whenever I get a hold of you, you know, yoga won't save you this time. I lost my, I lost my stuff a couple weeks ago on dynamite when he said that. Um, and then, but I, I understand where Mir is coming from. Why do you need this old man to get in front of you, holding you back? I don't see the point of Jake Roberts. I love Jake Roberts back in the day. Not right now. I was fine with him coming back for a few weeks, but it's time for him to go. Lance Archer needs to spread his wings and, you know, beat the shit out of somebody without Jake Roberts holding him back and, and doing his, his random promos with his, you know, I smoke three packs a day voice. Um, but I feel like Miro's going to get the win. Miro can go nowhere, but up right now he is, he is on a roll. He's on fire. And I feel like before the end of this year, hot take, I'll say it right now, Miro will be, will be either AEW champion or he will have multiple AEW title matches with Kenny Omega. So I see Miro getting the win here. Tony? That's a very bleak future. <laughs> some might some might say ravishing future. Wow. Hey. <laughs> anyway, um I'm I'm gonna go with Miro in this match because I don't know much about uh Lance Archer. And the whole point of Jake Roberts in my mind is just pointless. It's just Tony Khan spending more money to get a legend, a Hall of Famer, and being like, guess what? We're going to put you with this guy. And they really have no direction for him. And how can Jake Roberts really stop Lance Archer from doing anything except for using words? It's like, all right, buddy, hang on. Save it for the match. Save it for the match. It's like, really? But Miro, ever since coming to AEW, has shown a new dominance and whatnot. And... I enjoy what he's doing in AEW more than he when he was Rusev. Um, so um, I see him retaining the uh, TNT Championship. 
I can't wait to hear this, Corey. Corey, you're next. I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna sit back and listen <laughs> to this one. This is the match, obviously, that I'm looking forward forward to the least because I love Archer. And first of all, how can you not love a nickname that has the word murder in it, Shane? It's the word murder. It's a long name. The Murder Hawk Monster. Like, it's just, I don't know. It oh, just I'm, seems I'm, sorry it's not, I'm sorry it's not short and stupid like Miro. It's not four freaking letters. <laughs> the best man. Hey, the hey, wait man. a minute. Hey, wait a minute. You can't really uh, make fun of somebody with four letters in their name. We got we got Rock. We got Kane. Well, Shane doesn't like Kane very much. We got RVD. That's three. <laughs> <laughs> RVD belongs on your DVR. Absolutely. Um, at but, uh, at four twenty. <laughs> let me let me my picks. Damn it! <laughs> uh, just because I can't. Just because I can't. Just because I can't, I won't say. I've I've already said that other guy's name too many times. I'm going. I'm going Archer, just because I won't say the other guy's name. Wow. He's, a, he's a video game playing nerd. Um, <laughs> sitting around, sitting around fantasizing about Mario and Peach and whatever, writing his fan fiction. Uh, Princess Peach, man, she needs saving, man. She needs, she needs to get saved. She keeps getting captured way too often to want to be saved. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, I just I really like Archer, and just every time like they build him up to have a title shot or an important match, he gets jobbed out, and it's a bunch of crap. Um, hopefully, maybe you know if he takes out uh, if he takes out Jake, uh, he'll end up getting some sort of push, and hopefully do something or at least win some freaking title. Can't, you, you can't you can't take out Jake Robert. That's elder abuse. <laughs> He's old, damn it! You can't take him down. And and to to quote to quote one of Jake Roberts' uh, more famous promos, you th- you think you got the TNT title? Well, I got I got the Fox title, and the AEW title, and the CNN title. I got the maybe. TBS title. Maybe no, that's not gonna have... be a thing. They're not changing it, Tony. Stop. Maybe he'll have twenty two titles instead of twenty one. Ooh. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break here. We have uh, four more matches to go, and these are uh, the top four matches of the night in my mind. Um, So we'll be right back. There's five matches. No, there's one, two, three, and four. I'm looking at it right now, Tony. Come on. I'm looking at it, too. I see the Battle Royal. There's one. Hold on. Hold on. It's called a tease, Tony. You don't want to, like... Tease all the matches here, but but the one the, the the one match is a singles match for a championship that is in the pre-show. So we can talk about that. So next. only an hour and a half more content left when we. Yeah. Return. Hey, hey! Right now we're at forty-two minutes, and I'm not going to edit a damn thing. We're gonna we're we're gonna <laughs> we're we're gonna go live, baby. We're gonna go live. So we'll so be right not, back. We're not having a repeat of next week. No, last week? no. Last week we are not having a repeat of last. Week. <laughs> of course, none of us are drunk to do it. <laughs> We'll be right back. What's going on, all you listeners out there? This is Shane O'Makazowski from the 33 and a third percent podcast. Want to hit us up on social media? Hit us up on Twitter at the number 33 and a third pod, or you can hit us up on Instagram or like the cool kids called IG at the number 33 and a third podcast. Questions, comments, retweets tweets pictures love hate mail we'll take it all at the number 33 and a third pod on twitter and on ig at the number 33 and a third podcast welcome back to the 33 and a third percent podcast my name is shano makazowski alongside me via phone is tony Big Evil, Sirachi, and Corey, Smug, SOB Black. Thanks for being here, guys. Uh, Mike, Lucky Strike Tobin, unfortunately, couldn't be with us tonight, uh, but he will be recording his picks and putting them in into a, a separate separate episode, which I will be editing together. And so uh, he will be talking about AEW Double or Nothing tomorrow before the pay-per-view. Yeah, you're definitely going to be editing that. Yeah, I, I might or I might not. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely see. Depends he, on how many... He Since promised. He's not here it. to defend. He's promised. not here to defend himself. We should also tell people that he'll be live tweeting the entire AEW Double or Nothing pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> and then all, 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 all it'll be is just a blank screen because he's not gonna. He's not gonna get it. If he does get it, I'll be very impressed. But um, am I the only one ordering it? 
I want to I want to say you are Tony, just because um, yeah, right now I I'm going I'm going somewhere next weekend, so I have to save the fifty so, bucks. So I'm not going to disclose how, but are we going to do what we did last time? Mm, I mean, my family is out of town, and I'm going to be hanging out tomorrow night. I get home around eight thirty. I may um, I may give you a call. I may give you a call as in put it on. I may I may give you a call. So but uh so so getting into the next match, we have Corey's favorite match for all of the rankings, the casino battle royale for a future AEW world championship shot. We have TBA, who I'm pretty sure is gonna be Paul. We have Lee Johnson who I don't know who that is. We have Dustin Rhodes. Goldie. 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 It's my boy, baby. It's my boy, baby. Dustin Rhodes. I never knew that Dustin had a daughter until last night on Dynamite. I thought come out. She looking pretty. Real nice looking. Um, But yeah, I never knew that until she came out last night with with Cody. We have Nick Camaroto, AEW Dark um, guy, seems to. QT Marshall. We all know know QT. Um, Anthony Bowens. Max Caster, Brian Pillman Jr., and Griff Garrison, who are varsity blondes. Decent match last week against the Young Bucks, but yes, Corey, I saw the ending of them. Yeah, it was garbage. Arrogance is that where is that where we're going with those? Those like, are we uh, are we going with uh, arrogance again, Corey? Here with uh, Rick Martel, or is that where we're going? No, I just wanted to call the ending of that match garbage. Gotcha. Um, we have uh, Preston Ten Vance, Colt Cabana, Evil Uno, The Blade, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, Matt Hardy, Jungle Boy, Penta Alzado, Miedo, Powerhouse Hobbs, Matt Seidel, and Hall of Fame caliber Christian Cage. I feel that Christian Cage is going to win this match. There's no doubt in my mind he will win, have a future AEW World Championship match. Um, there'll probably be a spot where um, that to be announced is Paul White, and it takes everybody to pull him out, push him out of the ring. Um, and going by the way he was talking last night with the weigh-in, um, he needs to work on his mic skills again. It's look, looks like he regret since he left WWE, um, but it was a bit much. And then they needed to get a new scale because that was that was another thing last night that was pretty bad. They couldn't get the scale to to even out, and um, it was pretty bad as a as a viewer to watch it. Um, but I pick Christian Cage. Tony, who do you got in the Casino Battle Royale? Well, well, well. Shocking, shocking. I'm going to agree with you. I see the match ending with Christian Cage and Matt Hardy being the final two. Okay. Big money Matt. Hardy uh, family office. Sure. <laughs> Corey? The Hardy factory and the Hardy compound. Right. Uh, I know he hasn't been announced, but uh, is it possible to pick Marty Jannetty to win this thing? <laughs> Rock Rock never stop, baby. No, nah, he's still running from the law. It just seems like that's the kind of caliber talent we have to pick from here. Uh, other than, well, uh-huh. no, honestly, Christian Cage is about the same level, to be honest with you. But, uh, <laughs> uh, damn. Hey, I I just, I, I, Corey, I didn't even hear what you said. I think you broke up a little bit. Oh, did I? Well, I, I said he's the same. T- I said. I said, except for Christian, I said, although, to be perfectly honest, I see him as the same kind of caliber as everyone else in the match. So, uh, but I mean, Christian Cage seems to kind of be the obvious pick. I'm going to go. I mean, I I just can't see anyone else winning. I think I got to go Christian, although unless TBA is like somebody really unexpected, like Andrade or something crazy like that. But that's a good possibility. (laughs) Because, <laughs> I yeah. mean, although he already has a match with the Omega, this could be a way to maybe set it up uh, in another fashion. But, I mean, we'll see. But, uh, I, I, you know, Christian is probably kind of obvious pick. But, I mean, look, it's not the worst pick of the match. Look at Corey bringing out the wild card in the Casino b- Battle Royale. Yeah. So, how, how lame would it be? You know, the match was already announced with Andrade at Triple A, Triple A, Triple Mania. And then Andrade gets input into the Casino Battle Royale to win to have another match. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, sorry, guys. Well, well then, he, then he could win the Triple A title and the uh, AEW title. All right. I like, where, I like where your head's at. This is way too creative, though, for AEW or WWE. It just it seems 
way too much, but I like the GM. Well, that's that's what Vince and I have been discussing. So <laughs> I like it. Damn it! It's a little crazy. See, a little too crazy see, for me. I was I was talking I was talking Russo, not McMahon. Oh, bro, bro. Corey, Corey's got a side gig as a booker. We're we're putting the, we're putting the entire battle royal on a pole too. By the way, okay. Let's put on a pole, bro. Next, we have Cody Rose with head coach Arn Anderson with his clipboard versus Anthony Agogo with QT Marshall, Amaroto, and Aaron Salo in a singles match. I feel like it's going to – the way that I feel about this match is it reminds me of, like, Mr. T and Piper back in WrestleMania 2, like, a like boxing match. They had their weigh-in last night. Two countries. Anthony Agogo is, is from Great Britain. You know, Cody's from America. You couldn't, yeah. you couldn't go with something uh, closer in years? Um, sorry, Tony. What What do you want? Big show Remember, in before Mayweather. Mayweather, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm a I'm a golden era kid. That's I go. I watch WrestleMania all the time as a kid. But all right, uh, all right calm down, Tony Khan. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I I, w- I would compare it to Cena Federline. I think that's a more uh, <laughs> accurate description. Totally, totally forgot about that. Now I'm nightmares about it tonight. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Uh, this match I see going to Cody Rhodes. Um, Anthony Gogo is a good up and comer. He has that that nasty left hook to the ribs that Cody Rhodes will have to bear tomorrow night. You know it'll happen. Can he overcome? Um, but I feel that Cody Rhodes will get the win and end up. I don't even know where he goes from here. Maybe facing somebody else in uh, the factory and versus the Nightmare Factory. Um, but I feel Cody Rhodes gets the win. Tony, what do you think? I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes also. And where he goes from here, I am very surprised that they haven't, like, you know, abolished that rule where he can't challenge for that title, the world title anymore. I'm really surprised yeah. they haven't done that yet. But um, I, right. I, I just see Cody Rhodes dominating this match. Um, that's pretty much it. Like, I have no information about uh anthony so yeah i don't i don't know him so i'm going with somebody i know all right Corey. tomorrow night oh god (laughs) aw double nothing cody rhodes gets his ass knocked out (laughs) you went to say that all day cody mama said knock you out you put that big old target up on your neck with that stupid tattoo. You're getting knocked out. Johnny B. Bad right behind the ear. Count of 10. It's over. John, the, the, the bad blaster's coming. Can you imagine Anthony Gogo coming out with a bad blaster? <laughs> <laughs> with, his, with his British flag behind him. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm going to get the bad blaster on you. He starts blowing up bad blasters everywhere. Or just with Kimberly Page. Oh God! Or Kimberly Page. I mean, if she came out tomorrow night, I I, I wouldn't complain. Um, but I don't even know what she's doing now. I know she's divorced she, from DDP, but then she just explodes into confetti. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kimberly! Um, all right, so Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, and a go-go for Corey. All right, all right. I I can see that happening as well. Uh, go-go is an up-and-comer. Um, Let's see what happens, and QT will finally get his revenge on his former best bud, Cody Rhodes. He's not just going to beat him; he's going to knock. He's going to knock his ass out. He knock his ass out. All right. So I'll put down, knock his ass out. All right, I wrote it down. Good. Knock his ass out. No, if he doesn't get knocked out, then Corey loses that pick. (laughs) Correct. That that is also that is also correct. That's what I'm going to go with there. Um, next match, we have a singles match for the AEW Women's World Championship. Hikaru Shida versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, with Rebel, not Reba. Uh, and I see Britt Baker getting the win here. There's no doubt in my mind. She is uh, on fire right now um, with her promos, her in-ring work, her match with Thunder Rosa. Um, that was a lights-out match. It was one of the best women's matches I have ever seen. Um what you want to do with that, you know, do with that as you will. But it was, uh, I was on the edge of my seat and I think the match was uh, almost about a half an hour. Um, and it was just this, it was like a hardcore match. It was, uh, Britt Baker was busted open. 
Um, I actually want to get that shirt where she's all bloodied up on the shirt. Um, I, I gained a lot of respect for her in that match. And plus, she's Adam Cole's girlfriend. I love Adam Cole, baby. And, well, you're, uh, you're also missing the most important part. There is no. I mean, she's Adam Cole's girlfriend. That's the most important she's part. She's a dentist. No, no. <laughs> the, most, the most important part is she is Pittsburgh's last hope. Well, technically, she's from Paxitani, and that's what Tobin said. So, but Shut up. She's from, she's from Pittsburgh. Well, to- well, Tobin's not here, so his opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> wow, that, that's harsh, man. <laughs> that's harsh. I love how you said that. Uh, <laughs> but, um, it's not the worst thing I've ever said to him. Absolutely. Uh, or others. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like uh, Sheeta has had her has had her year run. Um, unfortunately, it's been overshadowed by the pandemic. Um I don't even know how many matches she's had. It, it hasn't been too many, uh, but still, it doesn't dismiss the fact that she's had the title for more than a year. Uh, still a tough feat. Um, and then last night um, on Friday Night Dynamite, they introduced a new women's title, which I which I do like. Uh, the The middle uh, nameplate where it says AEW, you know, encrusted with diamonds. It's a little bigger. Still that oval. Um, but overall, I really liked it, and I hope that the referee has a better time strapping it to Britt Baker than Tony Schiavone did. That was hilarious. He, and then, like, the referee was, like, tapping him, and he's like, I got it. And he, like, yelled at him, <laughs> and then he walked away. He got his mic back. So I see Britt Baker winning. Uh, she's one of the best women's wrestlers in the business right now. Promo work, in-ring work overall, I like it. Britt Baker gets to win. Tony, what do you got? Well, I'm going with Pittsburgh's last hope for a championship this year, and that's going to be Britt Baker. <laughs> oh, wow. Because obviously, oh, I really have. <laughs> obviously, because the Penguins failed us, the Pirates, well, <laughs> never mind about them. Nope. And who knows about the Steelers. But anyway, um, Britt Baker even gave uh, Sheeta um, credit for being the champion for uh, a year. Mm-hmm. Being, being a champion for a solid year during the pandemic with no fans, or barely any fans at the time. It's a tall feat, and she gave her respect for it. But like she said, it's time for a new new change and a new champion. Um, she said that the last generation was about 316, and this one is about DMD. I, I mean, mean that's, that, that, that's ballsy. That is, I, I heard that. That's ballsy. I was like, wow, she uh, went there. All right. I mean, she went there, and before she went there with saying that she's now the new hardcore legend, and she, point, and she called out Mick Foley on that, and Mick Foley gave her praise on that. Right. But um, the AEW Women's Championship belt now looks better now because it doesn't look like a uh, a toy belt that you can buy at Walmart. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I agree. Tony Schiavone not being able to snap together. He's been in this business how long? This is probably the first time he's touched a belt. Tony Schiavone. Yeah. But yeah, I, I see this match. Maybe uh, if it doesn't steal the show, it comes close to it. Yeah, she um, she she's super talented. So yeah, I yeah. can I can definitely see that. If this doesn't steal the show, it'll probably be like right up there next to whatever does steal the show. But um I'm going with Britt Baker, D M D. Corey, what do you got? Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. <laughs> Tomorrow night, AEW double or nothing, Hikara Shida gets her ass knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> It's her ass. <laughs> Alright, write that down too. Write that down. <laughs> Rip Baker's knocking her ass out and then puts her fingers in her mouth and does her lockjaw, lockjaw. But uh yeah, I mean just Britt Baker has a just a ton of momentum going into this match. It would be one of the craziest decisions I've ever seen in pro wrestling if she doesn't win the belt tomorrow night. Um and I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, it's one of those things you see coming and you're still excited to see when it happens because she, I mean, she's, she's a very entertaining character to watch. She's great on the mic. She's, she, I, she's good in the ring. I, I don't want to say great, but um, I enjoy watching her. Um, so, yeah, I'm, in, I'm looking forward to this. It's, it's going to be a very solid match. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's definitely kind of a no-brainer, but it's still going to be fun to, to see it happen live. If, she's if very, I, she's very confident in herself. Absolutely, and I, I mean, wonder where she gets that from. <laughs> but like to add to my thing, the only way I see her not winning is if uh, uh, how do you pronounce it, Shane? Rebel, rebel, not rebel. <laughs> Turns on her. That's the only yeah. way I see her not winning. 
But that's that's such a that's such a terrible way to, to do it. But we've seen worse. So, yeah, we have. Yeah, so I can you know I won't I won't totally poo poo on that. Maybe I've seen enough it. Roman Reigns matches to know that there's worse out there. Wow, you 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 brought up the head of the table during an AEW show. Good for you, man. Oh, you're, oh crap! You, what you're if, always thinking about him. Oh crap! What if Roman Reigns is the TBA in the Battle Royale? Oh my god! <laughs> 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 For the love of Christ and all that is holy, if he's the TBA, I hope I have a GUN nearby. <laughs> <laughs> no, Corey, we need you, buddy. Don't do it. No, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna Freddie Prince my TV and just shoot it. I'm not gonna kill myself. Oh, okay. I just, I thought I would. Okay. Wow, Shane, you went dark there. I, I, I yeah, didn't go Shane, dark. Come on, I didn't go dark. AEW dark. YouTube. <laughs> Monday you beat nights. me to it. You beat me to it. Right, Live so... on YouTube featuring Joey Janela. <laughs> <laughs> Jelly Nutella. Wait, wait. Is 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 Joey Janela even in the, the Battle Royal for the title shot? He is not, but he was on AEW. Uh, he was on Dynamite a couple weeks ago. So he's 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 fallen so far down the, the down the rung with Sonny Kiss that he's not even in a Battle Royal to determine the number Son- one contender spot. <laughs> Sunny yeah. Kiss isn't even in the Battle Royal either. I know. Well, I wasn't talking about Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss doesn't need to be in that Battle Royal. <laughs> yeah, Sunny Kiss is uh, AEW Dark, and then we have, you know, Jelly Nutella, probably on AEW Elevation, Dark let's Elevation. Move, let's move on before I get fired like Willie Urbina. <laughs> like Willie Urbina himself. Main event of the evening Kenneth Omega, champion with Don Callis versus. Orange Cassidy versus Pop. Random. A three-way match for the AEW World Championship going by the rankings, which they're finally going to follow for the world title. Now, Orange Cassidy and Pac are number one and two. Pac, sorry. Pac are number two. Well, one the bastard. Two. The past couple weeks, Kenny Omega has sat with Orange Cassidy uh, basically telling him to just relinquish his spot. Just make it be Kenny Omega and Pac. He doesn't want to hurt Orange Cassidy. Uh, then Don Callis gives him a contract saying to pull himself out of the match. And Orange Cassidy looked at it and tore it up real slow. Took forever. And then Don Callis goes, well, I, I have another one right here. I knew this was going to happen. Here you go. And gave it to him when he got powerbombed um, on the floor. Last night on Friday Night Dynamite, Orange Cassidy comes out, and gives him an envelope. And I want to say he almost wrote Kevin and then scratched it out and it said Kenny. And then Kenny Omega opened it up, and it was just uh, all little little rips of paper inside the envelope. And then Orange Cassidy gives the greatest move in sports entertainment, a Superman punch. And Kenny Omega, the world champion, guys, gets Superman punched and knocked his ass out by Orange Cassidy. And uh, Pat comes down, says his thing, and he gets knocked out too. So Orange Cassidy stands tall. And holds the AEW World Championship, which I never thought I would see the day. But the crowd is hot last night in Jacksonville, and they start screaming, freshly squeezed. And I'll have to hand it to Orange Cassidy. His character, while he doesn't do much, that's the point. And the crowd is eating it up. And uh, But in this match, my pick is obviously going to be Kenny Omega. There's not really a way that I see Kenny Omega even losing this match, um, whether it might maybe potential disqualification. Um, but I'm interested to see the most how Orange Cassidy deals with both Kenny Omega and pa- and Pac. And I also like to see how Pac and Kenny Omega interact because Kenny Omega's first match with Pac, Pac beat him um, at the first uh, AEW pay-per-view. So with that, I'll go Kenny Omega gets the win. Tony, what do you got? Well, obviously we know where, where I'm not going. Pockets. So – so before 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 uh before I go with my pick, do you feel that uh Orange Cassidy, besides what he had on Friday night last night, his like you know popularity went down during the pandemic or a little bit? Did it go down? I oh <laughs> a, a little bit like before the pandemic, it was he was like the the he biggest thing he ever. Was hot, yeah. And then when you take the fans out to give him his little like pop whenever he put his hands in his pockets and all of this stuff, it really just died down a little bit. I I would I would almost be willing to say it's maybe a bit of overexposure of the character, really. Okay. But, but yeah, um I, I I definitely get that feel that it's lost a little bit of its punch. 
his character is basically based on the fans reaction i mean i like the character and all don't get me wrong like it's funny to see and what he does is bare minimum but it gets the crowd roaring um i've always been a flock uh fan of uh pock even when he was neville um and it helps that his nickname is the bastard but we'll digress (laughs) on that i am not a fan of kenny omega not at all. So we obviously know where I'm not going with. Uh, so I'm, at the end, I'm going to go with the twist, and I'm going to pick Pac at the end of this. All right. That's big. Hot take. Corey, what do you got? <clears throat> uh, to be perfectly honest, I don't have a whole lot to add to this. Um, uh, I mean, although in uh, if Orange Cassidy, if you're going to hand someone pieces of paper, you might as well put them in a bad blaster. I mean... That's just crazy not to do that. It, I swear to God, if nobody comes out with a bad blaster, it's the worst pay-per-view ever. It's not going to happen. I don't, I don't think it will. Our, How about our, if Mark Merrill himself comes out with a bad blaster tomorrow night? I mean, yeah, What's he doing? Yeah, exactly. Our Twitter account will reflect this fact that if no one comes out with a bad blaster tomorrow night on AEW, double or nothing, it's the worst pay-per-view of all time. Of we all will, time. We will defend that to the death. Worst than December to dismember, worst pay per view of all time. Zero bad blasters, zero stars. Uh, <laughs> I, I regret nothing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I think it's going to be a fantastic match. Um, Pac and uh, Omega uh, put on some very good matches, and of course, I, you know, I always kind of poke fun at. Uh, Omega's in-ring work, and uh, I'm not the biggest fan of his in-ring stuff. I, sometimes I think it's bland beyond belief, but I think him and Pac have very good chemistry together. Uh, they had that was was it a two out of three falls match on Dynamite a while like a long time ago, mm-hmm. like in the first couple episodes I think it was, or maybe even an Iron Man match or something along those lines. But um, they just have very good chemistry. I think Orange Cassidy will will manage to work himself well in there. Uh, and I mean, he's he's not terrible in the ring. He's he's very very decent, pretty solid in there. But uh, I think, unfortunately, I think it's just kind of uh, Omega uh, comes out on top. Omega walks out with the title. We might even maybe get to see a vignette of at the end, maybe of where things will go from there. But uh, I, I, it's going to be a very good match to close out the show. I'm sure. Awesome. Do you see? Do you see possibly if Omega wins at the end of the match, uh, Andrade shows up? If he's not in the battle royal, if he's not in the battle royal, I could totally see him showing up at the end just to to, to promote the AAA thing. I could I could totally see that. Is he, I can see is, him showing up and attacking him. Is he eligible to show up somewhere else yet? I would I believe, imagine. I believe so. I believe the ninety days are up. Okay, that's the only. I thing mean, I was I was he's 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 already signed with another company. You can't. I don't. I believe you can't do that in that ninety days. No. So he signed. Well, has he signed with? Has he signed with AAA yet? I I, mean, I, th- I, th- I thought that was a thing, but I mean, I'm some you know I've been wrong before about stuff, so. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong too. But like, if he's going for the title, I would assume that he signed with the company. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Um, thank goodness for the internet. Let me see here. Um, oh, okay. So on May second, it looked like that Andrade debuted in AAA, and he called out Kenny Omega. So okay. yes, he, he already did debut. So that answers our questions. Thank you, Google. Um, but there you have it. Double or nothing tomorrow night, live on pay-per-view, $49.99 plus tax if you're interested. Um, it's live from Daly's Place in Jacksonville. Should be a good show. I, you know, I wish I can get it. I'm really looking forward to uh, pretty much all the matches on here. Um, and it just it gives it a different feel like from um, you know actually buying it on pay-per-view, getting it on your TV. Um, it has the same feeling I used to get when I used to buy WWE pay-per-views or go over Tony's house uh, to, to watch them. It gives that same feel, uh, big fight feel for them. So I know WWE won't get those back. We got the we got the network on Peacock, but this is the closest thing to it, and I'm glad that AEW is giving us still a chance to, to buy some pay-per-views, have that feel. So um, Dynamite next week, again, is on Friday. So we'll have a whole week to kind of simmer and, and – uh, go over the show and talk about it and uh, talk about the future of AEW where they go from here because W not double or nothing is their WrestleMania. It's their, it's their biggest show of the year. It'll be interesting to see where they go from here. So, but on next week on uh, the 33 and a third percent podcast, we talk about AEW more their switch 
to TBS starting at the end of this year, and then a total switchover for Dynamite going to TBS at the beginning of next year and having those four shows per year on TNT, kind of like a Clash of the Champions back in the day with WCW. Uh, we talk about NXT. Their uh, their pay-per-view is in, in the middle of June, um, TakeOver uh, In Your House, the second annual. Uh, so we get to talk about what's going on with those. There's a lot of stuff going on with, with NXT right now. We have SmackDown, head of the table, the Samoan family. They're going for the titles. Um, and and uh, Raw, Monday Night Raw, obviously getting the lowest ratings they've ever had <laughs> the past couple weeks. They have nowhere to go but up, uh, but we'll talk a little bit about that on the next episode. So uh, for me, Shane Makazowski, for Tony, Big Evil, Wait, Sirachi, wait, 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 one more thing. Wait. Yes. We will, also, we will also get to gloat how we were right about the return of the Bad Blaster. Yes, Lord, Lord, I hope so. If the bad blast, I don't see any. I don't see that being a problem. Yeah, yep. I, if I mean, if it doesn't come out, I rock. Never, I'm never. I'm retiring from podcasting. I'm never watching wrestling again. Let's rename this the Bad Blaster Podcast. The Bad Blaster Podcast. Actually, that's that's, <laughs> that's actually a damn good idea. Or <laughs> 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 else that'll be a spinoff show. Oh <laughs> so. God, that means I got to do some more artwork. <laughs> Absolutely. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys getting on with me um, late night and uh, all you listeners out there. Thank you for following us at, at 33 and a third pod on Twitter and 33 and a third podcast on Instagram. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Good night, everybody. Hello, all you listeners out there. Shano Makazowski, host of the 33 and a third percent podcast. I just want to take this time out to thank some of our sponsors. Steiner's House of Recliners and Other Living Room Furniture. Prince Ikea Furniture. Dust Booty, starring The New Day. Terry Funko Pops. Captain Hulu Albano, all Cindy Lauper Super Mario Brothers streaming service. Billy and Chucky Cheeses. Cash for Goldust. Uncle Dave's Meltzarella Sticks. Sea Monkeys in the Truck, production truck, TV contract not included. Job Burger King. Mox Levi Jeans, the only jeans designed to survive a deathmatch. Coco Beware Puffs, The Bush Waxers, Brazilian waxing franchise, and Jake Roberts 24 and Me, because if you got 23, I got 24. All these sponsors are with us here on the 33 and a third percent podcast every week. If you want to be a sponsor on the show, just email us at 33 and a third pod at gmail.com.